Welcome to Coffee with Creators. I'm Chelsea. And I'm Michael. And this is our scrappy little podcast. A place where you can hang out with us while we talk about tech, photography, social media, and life as creative professionals. So grab your favorite drink and let's chat. Ready? Sweet. Okay. So let me see. Do we have my notes? I No, I didn't write notes. Did you take notes? Was I supposed to take notes? No. I'm just trying to make you nervous. Oh my God, you are making me nervous. <laughs> I'm not prepared. I think last week's... I think the pilot went really well. I think so too. People were very receptive of they it. Were. And they were. yeah, I've gotten a couple of messages, mm-hmm. which was very, very, like, I really appreciate that. And um, the one thing I did notice from my recording, from my, my end, was I kept smacking my lips. It was so annoying. Did people notice that? <laughs> no, I noticed it. Oh, you so, noticed it. Okay. Yeah, I'm trying to be mindful. And every time I speak, it's almost like, like this, exactly like this. When I would say something, I would get lost in the middle of the sentence and there would mm-hmm. be a long pause. Mm-hmm. And it's not so no- noticeable, but then if you keep listening or if I keep listening to myself, I sound like a robot. It's like, this is my point. And then this is my point. So <laughs> I'm trying to change that. I'm trying to I better too, myself. I too noticed that I was doing like pauses. Like when you'd ask me a question, I would go, um, yeah. And then I would start. So I'm trying, I'm going to try to be mindful of that too. <laughs> I'm going to take pictures but, for Instagram. Oh, yeah. Actually, I'm going to take a picture for for later. Yeah. How are you, Chelsea? I'm good, Michael. How are you? I'm doing great. How was your week? My week has uh-huh. been absolute haywire here. I don't know what's going on here at my house, but if it's not my dog chewing up something, if it's not my dog pooping in the floor, it's one of my children. And... <laughs> Yes, you heard me. You heard me. My daughter pooped in her floor in oh, her no. bedroom. So she's three and she's potty trained. Like she knows to tell us to go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. But she was in her room watching Daniel Tiger or something. I don't know. I don't know what happened. I was in the office working. She has a gate and I can see her from the office. So I just I watch her, you know, while I'm working. And my husband comes up and he's like, Chelsea, what is that smell? I'm like, I don't know. What is it? I don't smell anything. He goes, Oh my God, she's pooped in the floor. Oh my God. He was freaking out. I had to clean it up. He was cleaning her up. It was insanity. It was insane. Daniel Tiger did say that if you have to go, you go right away. That's what he says. My daughter always says that. I know. Stop and go right away. And go right away. Yeah. Well, she she did. She just took it to heart. Yeah. She did. It's crazy. What Um, about you? How was your week? It wasn't. It wasn't too bad. Uh, I think just last night before going to bed, I was thinking about it because in the last few days I've been going through this, a kind of like emotional roller coaster, mm-hmm. which is kind of hard to, dis- to uh, explain. I guess the best way I could dis- explain it is because of all that's just been going on. Yeah. Um, I, I I found myself. Um, I guess I'm learning about myself as we go through this. Um, crisis Mm -hmm. right and i've noticed that i do absorb a lot of anything so Mm -hmm. it it can be if i'm watching the news i'm not even watching the news to be honest with you but um, almost yeah almost every day i'm at my in-laws house Mm -hmm. we we live like an hour um a mile away so we would just yeah we would stay there for dinner and so that's it so the whole social distancing thing isn't bothering me per se Mm -hmm. because i'm still interacting with the same people every day mm-hmm. we they don't go anywhere we don't go anywhere um yeah. so we're we're fine and part of the thing is my father-in-law likes to keep the news on like 24 mm. 7 yeah and so my daughter is playing or i'm playing with her or we're, we're you know we're doing whatever it is mm-hmm. and in the background even though i'm trying not to pay attention i can hear it and i even mm-hmm. had to s- tell my wife I, I had to ask her if she could maybe turn the TV down or change it to a different channel, but they were all watching. Oh, and so yeah. she said, don't take a, don't pay attention to it. And I said, you know, I'm trying not to, I really am trying not to, but when I'm not doing anything and my daughter's busy, there's nothing else that that's coming in into my ear other than what, what's, you know, what I'm hearing, yeah. and which is, which was the news. And so it was affecting me. And I didn't even know how. I just knew that I was starting to feel very anxious. Yeah. So my anxiety was kind of kicking in. Mm-hmm. And I just 
remember uh, reading somewhere that, that someone said that if you start feeling that, to just accept it and um, basically let it pass through your body because mm -hmm. it's it's your physical um, reaction to something. And it's that's all it is. It's just your, your body's reacting. I remember my doctor saying it's almost like you feel that there's a bear right in front of you, even though there's nothing there. Mm -hmm. And your body's reacting like a fight or flight kind of situ yeah. situation. So I was feeling that I've dealt with, with anxiety for, mm -hmm. for a while now, but I guess I'm still learning to control it. And I'm still still learning how it's actually affecting me. Sorry, I didn't mean to be such a no, downer. You're fine. I talked about poop on the floor and you're okay. talking like this deep conversation. It's great. I love it. Coupled with that was my daughter's birthday, basically, mm -hmm. uh, yesterday. And Aww. it really started, if I'm being honest, actually, the whole... I guess down and out kind of feeling started in the morning because when she woke up, she woke up at the, around seven o'clock in the morning. We mm -hmm. already had everything prepared. Like my wife had the balloons and we had the big cake and yeah. we had her gifts on the table. So she went downstairs, we woke her up and she's like really happy, obviously. And uh -huh. then she, she saw everything and then she goes, we said, happy birthday, open your gifts, blow the candles, all that stuff. And then yeah. she goes, mommy, where's the rest? And at first, I'm like, what do you mean where's the rest? Like, was she expecting gifts? But mm -hmm. what she meant was, where was the rest of the party? Aww, you know what yeah. I mean? It's like the last birthday party that she she was a part of was just a few, like two months ago, just mm -hmm. when this whole thing started. And it was her cousin and he just turned three. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there's like a big party. People yeah. were there and all the the parties prior to that were, were like that. So she was mm -hmm. asking where was the party? And that really bummed me out, to be yeah. honest. You know what I mean? Yeah. It just really bummed me out. So I spent the day, well, I had to work for a little bit, mm -hmm. but not too much. But for the rest of the That's day, good. I played with her. And then we were playing dress up and <laughs> um, big puzzle puzzle yeah. pieces on the floor till around 1130 last night. Oh, I basically told her, you can do whatever you want. She's like, Daddy, I want some cake. Let's go eat some cake. So, yeah, you know what also. I mean? Just to, it yeah. made me feel much better. But mm -hmm. it also made me realize how how much I respond to like like these these things. It's such an emotional roller coaster. It so is. when I woke up this morning, when I really sent is. you a message, I said, I feel like, what did I say this morning? I said that empty. my head, yeah, yeah my yeah. head felt very empty. Yeah. And so that was kind of odd. But I mean, it's still better than yesterday. I know. By the way, I'm sorry. Go no, ahead. No, go ahead. I was just going to say that I was very happy with the reception of the first episode. Me too. I was really surprised. Me too. Surprise yeah. is, a good, is a good word. Surprise <laughs> is a good word because I was not expecting as many people to reach out and as many people mm -hmm. to like repost about it exactly yeah yeah so, so that was super exciting i was super happy super to see cool that. thank you thank you guys for, yes, for doing thank that you guys we all really for listening it. if you only know how we feel like we are doing this for the second time the first time we did this we're like is this really gonna happen because we are so green when yes, it comes to recording and yes. we did we weren't even expecting to have um I guess a cohesive conversation. Yeah. Right? It's yeah, uh it true. was almost like let's see what happens. Let's just see what happens. We honestly just started talking like Michael and I would talk on Zoom or Instagram like FaceTime or whatever and we mm -hmm. kind of just started doing what we did then. Like when we would kind of FaceTime and yeah. it worked. So Yeah, it worked because in the beginning we had a lot of um plans. We said mm -hmm. We'll do this, we'll do this, we'll talk about this. And then it felt very unnatural. Yeah. And it felt like we were always trying to fit into this piece that we we're just, yeah. it just didn't feel, felt right. So every time we would have the meeting after that trial run, mm -hmm. we're like, this is what we should be talking about. This is what we should be saying, right? Yeah. You know what, let's just we wing can, it. So, yeah, we just, yeah. that's what we're doing. We're winging it because <laughs> I have nothing prepared for today. Okay, well, that's good because <laughs> that's good. I do have something that I want to talk about, and mm -hmm. I think a lot of people would be will, will relate to this this question. So, yeah. someone reached out to me just recently asking about the things that I do. Mm -hmm. He said, "I want to be a graphic designer. I want to be a photographer. I also want to create videos." Mm -hmm. I said, "That's awesome," and he goes, "I 
want to know where to start. Mm-hmm. And I said, you can start anywhere. Just start by making something. You, yeah. If it's graphic design, start designing. If it's photography, start taking pictures. And then he followed up with a couple of questions, basically saying, but what if my, I don't want to start photography because I don't have a camera yet, or mm-hmm. I don't have the best camera yet. I don't want to start my YouTube channel because when I do, it's not going to be as good as how I want it to be, mm-hmm. or it's not going to be as good as this person's. And so I asked him, so have you done anything? And he said, not yet. I said, well, you got to start somewhere. We can't expect our first go at it to be perfect. I mean, Chelsea and I know this for a fact. Oh man, if you guys only knew, if you only knew what what things looked like when I first started, it was nothing to where I Mm. am right now. But I mean, that's the thing. You really just have to start somewhere Yes. and expect it, like go in expecting, you know, not the best. And that's okay because we all start somewhere. Yeah. I yeah. think it's managing your expectations is what. So exactly. Do you, you think, gotta get out of your head sometimes. Yeah. I've been there too. I've been in that situation where fear basically just gripped me so much that mm-hmm. I didn't want to move. And yeah. so I think we messaged this to each other a few days ago. We were talking about paralysis by analysis. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, something that I've always heard my entire life. Mm-hmm. And that's when you start to overthink something before even doing it. And this, yeah. has, this can be said about almost anything in life. So mm-hmm. for me, for example, I remember when I used to be so afraid of, um, it, it was a time in my life when I had to do something uh, like an exercise or something because my, my health wasn't really good. Mm-hmm. So I was overthinking it. I was trying to get a membership to the gym. Mm-hmm. And when I finally signed up, I basically overthought everything. I said, when I get there, um, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. And then I ended up not either not going or when I get there, I just sit around. It's, 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 uh, you get into that space in your head where you're just like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm going to expect. And then it's either you get motivated. Chances are you don't get motivated. Chances are you're just talking yourself out of it, to be honest. Yeah. And then you end up with nothing. When I wanted to start my first video on YouTube, I was just so afraid that, oh yeah, this is a true story. I think I had, I made six videos before my first video and I deleted all of them because I wasn't happy. Yeah. Yeah. And then I realized, you know, you know what? None of this is really going to be good. Like the first time. Yeah. It's just going to get better as, you know, with practice and, and time. And so I just started. Yeah. So I think that's really the key. You just start. Exactly. I agree. And I have s- similar stories. Like when I first started with Instagram and YouTube, like trying to really make something out of those things. I mean, I go back and look at my first videos on YouTube and they are terrible. (laughs) (laughs) I did not have my white balance set. So everything looked blue or everything was too warm or things like shots were like blown out. But you know, I, I uploaded those things anyways. And now I have something to look back on to see how far we've come, you know? Yeah. So that's a good thing. I mean, if you can just get over the hump and I know it's so hard and I still struggle with it. I mean, I have three videos like that I've completed and still not uploaded them to YouTube. I mean, it happens. It really, you have to just not let it get the best of you, honestly. Do you think it's also because people are so exposed to great work out there Mm -hmm. that, you know, you just, you're suddenly gauging yourself against all these other people. Mm -hmm. And again, your expectations are just way off. Obviously these people are, maybe they've, They've had experience before. They've had a lot of practice. Mm-hmm. That's honestly it. They've had a lot of practice yeah. before you. And yeah. that's the only reason. I and mean, so, in, in reality, they started right where you are right now. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, it takes time. I mean, you can't, I mean, I say this to myself too. Like, I can't expect to be as good as someone who has like 10 years of experience on me or even like three years of experience. You have to put in your time, you know, and really work at it. I think a lot of creators are, I don't know if they're afraid to put in the time. They're just lazy. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really know the on, the the reason behind it, but 
I guess we all have different reasons. And yeah. for, for me personally, it was really just fear. It was fear of, mm. um, yeah, being judged. I was being just judged. about to say that was yeah. my big thing. And still now, like, I fear, you know, putting things out there because I don't want the judgment. Like, I don't want the haters. And I think that all stems from... Like there is so many haters now and there's so many like trolls on mm -hmm. social media and the social media age that we're in. I mean, it's so easy for someone to like give you trash for no reason. And so you when you constantly have that looming in the back of your mind, you're like, oh, I'll just wait. I'll wait until I'm better to put something out, you know? Yeah. But when's that going to happen? Yeah. Right. Right. If you, if so you don't keep doing it and keep exposing yourself, it's never going to happen. So you're stuck in this conundrum, is yeah. that right? Yeah. You, where you don't want to put stuff out because you're afraid of getting hurt. Mm -hmm. But then at the same time, because you're not putting stuff out, you're not getting any better. Yeah. So then you start to talk yourself out of it every single time. Mm -hmm. And then you're left with nothing. Yeah. I actually know a lot of people who are also like this. And it's almost so common. People just say, they say their plans out loud, mm -hmm. almost like when during the new year, right? Next year, I'm going to do this. Next year, I'm going to do that. And people hear it. But do you honestly think they believe you? Yeah. Probably not. Because we all know that it's just, it's almost just to try to appease your present self mm -hmm. in saying that, yeah, I'm making goals. Yeah, I'm, you know, going to be better. But then actions will always speak louder than words. Yes. So if you want to get better you have to start doing it and mm -hmm. it you might get lucky or you're really really good you might not be so bad in the beginning mm -hmm. but even if you are terrible we're all terrible in the beginning all terrible i was terrible in the beginning guys go to my youtube channel and look at some of my first vlogs my goodness i can't believe i'm saying this out loud telling you to go look at them <laughs> but go look at them i'm gonna go look at them <laughs> go look at them they're terrible <laughs> The audio is bad. The camera work is bad. Everything is bad. But, you know, I you have to start somewhere. And that's the point. I have a question. Yeah, sure. If you don't like those those videos, why do you keep them up? To look back and see how far I've come. Awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I do the same thing. Yeah. I've never thought about taking them down. I'm, mm -hmm. you know, because I one day hope to be like, Peter McKinnon level and then I can yeah. go back and show people that I'm trying to inspire you know like look how bad I was five years ago or look how bad I was 10 years ago you know like you just got to keep at it but you know you just got to keep going <laughs> exactly it's one, also one of the reasons if you look back into my um my, my first posts on Instagram mm -hmm. and they were completely unrelated to my grid and my feed and even the yeah, quality same. is just I even looked at it and I said, it's not even because it's mostly graphic design work. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, even as even in that realm, in the realm of graphic design, it sucks <laughs> compared oh. to. Yeah. And I'm in. It's weird because when you accept that, when you accept that your beginnings always going to look rocky, mm -hmm. you start to feel you start to have a sense of pride mm -hmm. because you know that you're working, you're putting in the work, you know that you're bettering yourself mm -hmm. no matter how small then you keep it keep it there because it's now a reminder yeah. it's motivation for you right mm -hmm. and exactly. now you're not even afraid to show it because you know where you, how far you've come yeah and how how far you've gotten mm -hmm. yeah you have that certain level of pride now because you are happy to say that i started from the bottom mm -hmm. and look at how much I've improved. And I think it's an important step. Yeah, I think it's all like my mother has always said to me and she still says it to me. And she's probably going to get upset that I say this, but she's always like, it's just in your big head. <laughs> she's from the <laughs> South, so she's really Southern. She's like, it's just in your big head. Get that out of your head. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's so true. It is. It, I mean, think think about it. When, uh, when someone is afraid of being judged for not being... Um, good at anything mm -hmm. think about if you have kids when your child I think I wrote something about this before my daughter was drawing um, balloons she was two when she was doing this and she showed it to me and she's like daddy look at all the balloons that I drew so cute. and they all suck <laughs> I mean she was two they, you know yeah they don't look like balloons yeah I mean if you if you really want to be a, a jerk about it they suck yeah but obviously that's not how i see you wouldn't it do that. yeah 
Yeah, you wouldn't do that because, first of all, you're not a jerk. <laughs> Second, yes, right. you understand the context, right? Mm-hmm. You understand they're only two years old. Yeah. But the fact that she is, a, she was attempting to draw balloons was made me so proud. At two, like right? I just, right? I displayed that picture everywhere. It doesn't look like balloons at all, <laughs> but they were the best drawings I've ever seen. So you know what cute. I mean? Yeah. And we it's have one so of those of things those lying around. Yeah. yeah, it's great. If it, I think if we embrace that same um, mentality as children, mm-hmm. we will be fine. You'll yeah. realize that we'll be fine. And so it, it's one of those things that I wanted to share with that person when when he was asking me that question. I just didn't know how, and I didn't know if he had two hours of his day to listen to me. <laughs> Michael's rambler. <laughs> yeah, I'm a rambler, pretty much. <laughs> I had someone reach out actually yesterday asking the same thing. So it's a it's a great topic. They just said, how do you start when you're too afraid to show your work, basically? Oh, okay. So I guess we should address that. How? What are the things that can help you get over that fear, that initial fear? I think that the first step that we have to do is first accept it. It's going to happen. You are going to. I don't know anyone who has not felt that. No, I should say I do know someone. <laughs> I do know. I do know someone who is just completely fearless when it when it comes to expressing themselves. Really, either through art, through words, or through actions, mm-hmm. which is I would say a gift. That is. But weird. most of us, right? But most of us are afraid to do that. Mm-hmm. So I guess the first thing we do is accept it. It's going to be scary, yeah. but it's okay. It's completely normal. Nothing bad's going to happen. Yeah. All the things that you're thinking about, all the stuff that you're thinking about in your head that's going to happen, it's not going to happen. It's all just in your head. Yeah, so, so true. Do you have any, do you have any uh, suggestions as to how to get over that initial fear? I was going to say what I did when I first started. I'll just use YouTube as an example. Okay. Um, when I first started posting to YouTube, I would, I mean... I guess I would just like close my eyes and like hit publish, you know, so I kind of felt like I wasn't there and I wasn't hitting publish, but I would just hit publish and then I'm like, okay, it's out there. I can't do anything about it now. You know, mm-hmm. I can't No turning it. back. No turning yeah. back. It's, it's yeah. published. It's out there for the world to see. And, you know, I did, it wasn't as painful as I thought it was going to be. Like there was nobody saying like, this is complete garbage. You know, that Mm -hmm. didn't happen. You know, my family and everyone was very supportive. And I think that helped a lot, even if it wasn't true what they were saying, even if they were looking at it, like you said, you did with your daughter, like you knew the balloons were hot garbage. Like you didn't tell her that. And I think my family probably did the same to me. So, Mm -hmm. and that, you know, that little bit of comfort, helped me continue on and continue to publish the next video and then the next one so Mm -hmm. you never know but do you think your do you think your confidence came from the encouragement or it came out of the fact that you just overcame it you just went for it yeah you just faced your fears it was definitely me just publishing that first video like Mm -hmm. after i published that first one i was like okay it's not so bad like my anxiety kind of went away and I was like I can do another one let's record another one let's put another one out there so yeah just like conquering that fear and just continuing to hit publish I think really really helped that anxiety of like the first one and I mean once you post the first one like you're good you're golden yeah you know yeah exactly (laughs) and I and again you start to manage more of your expectations because Mm -hmm. in the beginning you're afraid of getting mean comments yeah and then after that, you realize that you're not getting any mean comments. Mm-hmm. And then you realize that you're not getting any comments at all. Yeah. So that's another fear, right? Yeah. I mean, that's a real fear. Yes. You're not getting any feedback. You're not getting yeah. any views because mm-hmm. sharing your work is just a lot. It, that requires a lot of effort already. Mm-hmm. But when it's out there and no one acknowledges it, you're like, wait a minute. What was I afraid? You're, why? Why was I afraid? And now you're mad that no one's even no one's even looking it. at like. And then I got to the point, you know, I said that positive feedback from my family helped, you know, mm-hmm. to get the the second one published. But once I got to the third one and I wasn't getting any negative comments, I was like, uh oh, they're all blowing smoke, you know? They're yeah. they're just shoving <laughs> rainbows. <laughs> It's so been, I was like, I just need some honest feedback. Like somebody just give yeah. me something honest. And then when I did get the honest feedback, I was like, 
I was sad over it. So. Yeah, you were sad. It's it's almost like a, the different stages of, of grief, it's right? It's complete. It's complete craziness. But you know, you just you gotta you gotta push forward sometimes. But isn't it funny as well that as you you finish one step, you yourself look for the second step. You look for what's next. It's mm -hmm. not like someone said, go post another video. No, you want to start doing more. You want mm -hmm. to start creating more. And then you start to fine tune things. You start to tweak things. Mm -hmm. And that's how you get better. That's yeah. how you find your own style. And mm -hmm. that's how when someone asked me, how do I get this style? How do I become as good as this person? Well, the first thing you have to do is you really have to start. Yeah. You don't even know what your baseline is. And yeah. worry about that like the the little things later you just have to start is your daughter there that's my son huh? oh okay you go you go eat mommy i'll be there in a little bit okay okay <laughs> sorry we can cut all that out it's okay it's okay love you oh he slammed the door as long as there's no pooping <laughs> no pooping they're eating dinner <laughs> apparently okay. what dad cooked was delicious so oh nice <laughs> yeah that's something i will never hear Oh, really? From, from my kids. <laughs> no. That's good. Or even my wife. That's so funny. It's funny because like before we started recording the second episode, I was already thinking from the feedback that we've gotten mm -hmm. in the first episode and from just all that positive energy. I feel that even though we're not, we don't mean to do it, we are going to be more critical with the things we say right now and mm -hmm. which also will mean that we'll be getting stuck more. Yeah. Yeah. Because in the beginning, we were like, just exactly like what we were talking about. In the beginning, we were, we were just like, oh, whatever, we'll wing it. When you start to not care, you yeah. start to do something. But when you start to care too much, it's you start overthinking it gets a little messy. It. Yeah, you start overthinking it. So maybe yeah. we, should, we should talk about that too. Yeah. Overthinking. I have such a hard problem or a problem with overthinking. And I think it's genetic because my grandmother has it too. She is like the definition overthinker <laughs> <laughs> and I catch myself doing it and I'm like no 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 we're not gonna we're not gonna overthink this we're not gonna do it and so sometimes me just doing it and not thinking like even the simplest things like we take our kids to this trampoline place here in Georgia well we did before corona um and I climbed like this ladder thing it was like two walls and you like climb up and then when you get to the top you have to just jump down I sat at the top of that thing for like 10 minutes. My husband recorded me. Of course he did. <laughs> and he's like, you're overthinking it. I was like, I'm just so scared. I'm so scared. I didn't want to do it. But finally, when I just stopped thinking about it and I just let go, there was no problem. It was fine. Right. There's like those cushy blocks at the bottom. That's a good illustration because I have a fear of heights. Like really? death. I am deathly afraid of heights. Oh, so anything. Yeah. Christmas time. I am not putting up Christmas lights. You'll see my wife up there and she would always make fun of me. She'll she'll take a picture of me from up the roof yeah. and she'll be like, look at my husband. And she'll post it on social media. Oh, that's like, good. there's my handyman. I love He's her waiting already. down there. I love oh her God. already. <laughs> so I have this death, just crazy fear of heights. Mm -hmm. And I remember that even the smallest slide as a kid, I would just be afraid oh, to get really? on top of it. Yeah. And a few years ago, my wife and I signed up for this. You remember those fun runs that people used to have yeah. where there's like paint and whatever it is. It's like mm -hmm. for charity. Yeah. So we signed up for one of those and they had one of those big balloon like blow up slides mm -hmm. that looks pretty fun. But when you get up there, it's actually pretty high. <laughs> but it's I remember like three feet off the ground. I know, right? You're but anything going, Michael, that's come on. <laughs> I mean, if you consider my height, everything is is really tall for me. I know, so same for that's... me. Same for me. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like I remember I saw that, and I already prepped myself before mm -hmm. getting there. I said, "I'm not gonna overthink this because I know if I do, I am not gonna get on top of that <laughs> balloon thingy." And I have like little kids running past me. You know what oh, I mean? It's so they're funny. not even afraid. So, so I did exactly that. I almost like empty out my head yeah, and just said, to. yeah, just run. I ran and I jumped and I was like, that wasn't, that wasn't bad. It was pretty cool. So again, yeah, paralysis over analysis. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> I, I think we, we tend to overthink it. So for that person that asked us those questions, mm -hmm. I think, I think they were both suffering from the same thing. Yeah. They were just overthinking it. First of all, we don't even know what your work is. 
we yeah. don't know what you want to to show or share so mm -hmm. it's hard for people to really give you advice yeah. how do i make my my stuff look this good well i need to see your stuff first yeah first of all you need to see your own stuff so mm -hmm. that you know because trust me if you share your work you will know how to get there yeah <laughs> right yeah you will know how to get there you'll find the way to get there so i think maybe they were just doing that to get a little bit of encouragement for yeah. people yeah i get that or maybe I right? get that. Yeah. Sometimes it takes, you know, sometimes you need that extra little push. But I mean, really, that push needs to come within, you know, mm -hmm. you need to be exactly. able to push yourself to do it. And I know we all struggle with it. I mean, I struggle with it. You you don't want to be judged. You don't want, you know, someone to in invasively like attack your stuff that you've worked really hard on. But if you want to do this, if you want to share your work, you have to just plunge through like Michael said or like I said with the wall like you just have to get to the top and you just got to let go mm -hmm. you know so but do you think do you think that all our fears are even like do they even have any merit at all like I know we're afraid of if I post this if I share this if I create this someone's going to say something mean or someone's going to be insulted by it or whatever it is that's going in your head do any of those happen like if you're being honest with yourself any of your stuff that you've shared in the past have they been as bad as you thought they were going to be? Never, never as right? bad as I thought it would be. Mm -hmm. Even when I did never. get, even when I did get like questionable feedback, it was never anything that would have st really stopped me from creating. It actually probably pushed you to even to create more. It does. It does because yeah. you want to stick it to the man at that point, you know. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> without the rainbows. Yeah. So. Without the rainbows. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it just, we all struggle with it. But first, I mean, like Michael was saying, like you have to show everyone your work. And, you know, they ask, they, you know, how do I get to this point? You know, I want my stuff to look like so-and-so's. I mean, really, once I started making my own look, like as far as mm -hmm. like how I edited my photos and how, you know, the photos that I started taking, once I made those my own, is when I really started to succeed. Yes. You know, yes. so you found your your voice. Mm -hmm. Really, you have to, you know, in the beginning, you can say that you want to look, you know, you want yourself to look like so and so's. But I mean, that really just needs to be like the basis, you know, you need to take yes. that as like a little bit of inspiration. And then you need to put your complete spin on it. Mm -hmm. Because really, if you don't, if you don't put your your touch, I guess you could say, without sounding yeah. creepy. If you don't put, <laughs> if you don't put your spin on things, like you're not going to be happy with it. You know, mm -hmm. it's gonna look, no, it's gonna look generic, or it's gonna look. It's like, gonna look like everyone else's. Like everyone else's, and that's, yeah. you know, art's not about that. Art, you know. That's probably the worst compliment that you can get as a creator. <laughs> Oh, don't you think like, it looks like everyone oh yeah else's. it looks yeah. like yeah is that yours i thought that was so-and-so's yeah because suddenly you don't have your own identity right and so all that fear all that all everything that was stopping you from even posting you start to realize that wait a minute i was afraid because people might say something about my work only to be confused by you know with for someone else's mm -hmm. that's uh that's probably a, like a worse that's a worse situation for me if I'm really thinking about it because yeah. I'd rather have someone say, oh, you know, that's cool, but so-and-so did it better. Mm -hmm. And it's fine. I'm my own person and I have my own style. And I think one of the other important things that people need to remember is when we look at someone that we admire, for example, you and I, we really love Peter McKinnon's work. Yes. I absolutely love his work. But... It, you can easily discourage yourself mm -hmm. by saying, I'm not as good as him. You know, I'm never yeah. going to be as good as him. Mm -hmm. But do, do you honestly do you honestly think that years ago, Peter McKinnon was that good? Like no. he's that good? No. Absolutely What not. we see is the middle of his story. It's yes. not even the end. It's the middle of his story. Mm -hmm. And so from our standpoint, we are just beginning. Yeah. So to compare our beginning to someone else's middle story, that's just... That's just not right. Yeah, I mean, you're just hurting yourself, really. Yeah. It's almost like my daughter saying, Daddy, I can't ride a bike just like my, my cousin. Well, yeah, because your cousin's six years old mm -hmm. and you're only three or four. Mm -hmm. And would that stop her from riding a bike? 
No, no. she'll just keep writing it and she'll get better. Mm -hmm. So I think we just need to start doing more. Ask questions less. Yeah. Do more. Just do I more. Guess. Ask less. <laughs> yeah, ask less. That's do good, more because it's good. No, right? Because when you do more, all the questions that I'd say ninety percent of the questions that you initially had will be answered. Mm -hmm. You'll know if you like it. You'll know if it's your style. You'll you'll know where to go next. Mm -hmm. You'll know the people who are usually stuck are just afraid to try anything else. Yeah. They're just afraid to try anything else. So mm -hmm. uh, I remember one person, and I still follow this guy. He is, gosh darn it, I can't remember his name. <laughs> Sam. His name is Sam. It's on. He's on Instagram, and uh, I think I was around five thousand followers when he sent me this message. He said, mm -hmm. because I hit five thousand, and mm -hmm. I was really excited, and I said, I'm going to do something new. Mm -hmm. So I started do uh, planning something. And I posted it in my stories and I said, I'm really excited. I want to do something new, but I'm also terrified. Mm -hmm. And he sent me a message and he said, actually, what's really cool is he didn't just send me a message. He sent me a voice message. So he oh, didn't just yeah. type it out. And he said, usually when you're excited and afraid at the same time, it's a good sign. Mm -hmm. It's usually a good sign that you're going the right direction because you're, you're excited. You want to do something new. You're afraid because you're moving out of your comfort zone. Yeah. But usually when you move out of your comfort zone, that's that's progress. That's growth. Just think of it as free data. And I'm like, huh, that's interesting. Mm -hmm. So what he meant was anything that happens after you do whatever it is that you have, you, you, you said you were going to do, that's free data. If people didn't like it, that's free data for you. Maybe mm -hmm. I should change it. Maybe I should tweak it a little bit. Yeah. If they responded to it like really, really well, that's also free data for you. So if you look at it in that perspective or at least when I looked at it in that perspective it wasn't scary anymore yeah. it's almost like I was just asking questions it's mm -hmm. almost like I wanted to create something and asking for feedback I love constructive criticism yeah it's really I mean you need some type of constructive criticism because I mean that's how you get better you know if someone yeah. who really knows what they're talking about is telling you you know maybe you could do this a little bit different or maybe you could do that I mean I think that's really helpful it's very helpful yeah. But then you'll also find those you'll you'll see those trolls every now and then. The and that's ones. here's here's a fact. Okay, this is a fact. I believe this a hundred percent. The people who are just like that, the only reason they're doing that is because they have not doing they they have not done anything themselves. Yeah. Because if you as a person have done something worthwhile, you are not gonna be you're not going to act like that towards towards other people. No. You want to inspire other people if you've you been want to in the same. If you've been yeah. in the same position they they're in currently, you know you want to inspire them, not bring them down. In all my life as a designer, I've never met anyone who genuinely has made something good bring me down. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's mm -hmm. always going to be an encouragement. It's always going to be um, positive, uh, some sort of feedback, not mm -hmm. just this sucks, that sucks, yeah. or you know, it's never going to be like that. So those people. 100%. I believe they are just talking out of their butts. Yeah. So <laughs> I was going to give um, an example of some comments that I had had that they weren't like hating, but <laughs> I've had several of them and they say like, this is good, but where did you take it? Were you sitting on the couch? <laughs> oh, that's interesting. <laughs> and I always <laughs> reply with, no, I don't have a couch in my office. <laughs> So I don't understand. I don't. I, I always think they're funny, but it's funny that I've had them several times. Really? I yeah. I don't know if people are calling me lazy or if they're saying that I have the same angles all the time, that I must just be sitting on the couch. <laughs> it's not what it's not comments that bother me. It's just kind of like, hmm, maybe I need to change my angle because they think I'm constantly sitting on the couch with this one. But. Yeah. You see, so now, see that that's the thing. Like you can approach that in a couple of ways, right? You can mm -hmm. say, maybe I'm being, maybe they're just insulting me, or yeah. you could use it as a, a subtle sign, like yeah. a subtle feedback, mm -hmm. with saying maybe I need to change my angle. Yeah, and that's fine, right? That's yeah, like it's completely. That fine. didn't discourage you. That's no. actually, it spurs you on, kind mm -hmm. of. Mm -hmm. but that's funny though. That's a funny way of yeah. leaving it's a, it's a comment. It's, it's twi <laughs> happened twice, not by the same person. <laughs> 
but you know, it, it didn't stop me from creating like, and I didn't take it in a negative way. I just took it in, you know, that's like, maybe it was a subtle hint of, I need to change my angle. Like all of my angles are the same or, mm -hmm. you know, something. So you can't always take comments negatively. You would want to have feedback. Mm -hmm. So if you're afraid of sharing because you're getting feedback, no, that's what exactly what you want. Yeah. Because the worst thing that can happen, a worse situation would be not getting any feedback at all. That means your your work is not even resonating with anyone. Mm -hmm. And if if it's it's fine, some people would hide behind that that convenient excuse of, oh, it's I just wanted to share it for the sake of sharing it. I don't care if people um, like it or not. To that, I don't I don't believe you. Yeah. Because if you didn't care, you wouldn't be sharing. Yeah. But you care. Yeah. You care. That's that's our nature as creators. We we want to share. Yeah. That's why we create is to share. Exactly. So. Yeah. So I don't believe you if you say that <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> yes, yeah. you do. You one hundred percent care. <laughs> yeah. You just you're just afraid of feedback. But you mm -hmm. you need the feedback. Trust me. The more feedback you get, you will love it. You will start to appreciate people. You'll start to mm -hmm. feel that man, these people are so nice for giving me feedback yeah. because they care. They start to care about your work as they well. They do, and they take time out of their day to give you feedback. And I have met so many friends through Instagram from people just commenting, and then I write back to them. You know, and then you just become close with people. So, yeah, don't be afraid of it. It's okay. But we all, we all struggle with it, so. But the, the, the key thing is really to just start. Um, you can't go anywhere at all. There's no advice that anyone can give you if you can't start. If you wanted to be a better videographer, cinematographer, photographer, any other errs <laughs> out there, <laughs> you have to start. And it may or may not suck, but you'll never know if you don't you don't try first. If you so don't, don't try, yeah. You'll yeah, you don't know. try. I just I was listening to a podcast this morning. I was trying to get into the, the right mindset. And um, the speaker was saying that consider the rocks that you see that are being eroded by water. Mm -hmm. If you let water fall on it once, it still looks like a rock. It looks exactly the same. Mm -hmm. But if you keep if you let the water keep dripping over years, thousands of years, it's going to slowly erode that rock and change the shape. Mm -hmm. And I think that's how we should treat our work. We should constantly be hammering and mm -hmm. just making sure that we're putting stuff out there getting better because for you if you want to have a wonderful piece of i don't know sculpture you can't expect to just hit it once yeah you're gonna have to keep doing it over and over and over it. again i know you're afraid i know you are just anxious most of it is just in your head i would say it's just like in your my head. mama always says is, what did me. your mom say again? <laughs> it's, just in your, it's just in your big head. <laughs> it's in your big head. Yeah. <laughs> She's going to kill me. Hopefully that gave you some sort of encouragement. You have to start doing something before anyone can give you any feedback, real feedback. I was, yeah. I was going to say the most important thing is you need to find your niche, so to speak. You need to find what you want to concentrate on, find that one thing, whether it be photography or videography, you know, find that, dis make the decision on the one thing that you really want to hone your skills on and then use tools that are available to you to start getting better. I think he was spreading himself out too thin before he even began. Wanting to do it all of it. I was just going to say you have to start with one thing, you know, and then kind of move on from there. Because yeah. it is funny now that I'm thinking about it. He's like, I want to do this and this and this. And he has he hasn't started anything. Yeah. <laughs> he wants to be everything without yeah. starting anything. I mean, that's a good way to burn yourself out, honestly. If yeah. you're spinning your wheels trying to do it all at once. I mean, that I wouldn't then, give that advice to anyone. And then guess what happens? You're like you you look back and say, I you know, I I couldn't do it. And you have all these excuses and mm -hmm. you you realize that you have nothing to show for, yeah, which is a shame. And all you had to do was start. Guys, thank you again for all the wonderful feedback that you've sent us last week. It was awesome. We yes. weren't expecting that. No, we absolutely were not expecting it. So even this episode, Chelsea and I were just talking about how I f we feel that it's going to be a little bit messier only because now we're a little bit more critical about ourselves <laughs> because last week we were kind of winging it. Yeah. And now, oh, people are actually listening and we are actually getting feedback. So now we're a little, maybe it's just me, Chelsea. I'm just a little in my head right now. It's just you. I'm fine. 
Okay, yeah, it's probably just me. <laughs> it's just Michael. No, no, no. No, I get it. Like, when someone says that that was great and they look forward to the next episode, like, it gives you, you know, you want to keep doing it for them and you want to make sure that it's good for them. So, yeah. you know. Yeah, I think I there's it. that minor, there's that minor pressure all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. I think that's what it is. We also did ask for people to send in their questions. We I think did. we both got a couple of questions and suggestions. Would you like to go through them? Yeah, I'm ready. You yeah. want me to start? Yeah, we should call this section something, this segment. I'll play <laughs> music in the background. Like, okay. I got some questions that were relating to like photography and videography, but I got some that weren't. And those were probably my favorites. I'm going to start with those. Okay. Uh, my first one was, what celebrity... Would you like to meet at Starbucks for a cup of coffee? And that was oh, from that was from the mini black poodle, which is okay. funny because I own a poodle. Um, so my celebrity that I would like to meet at Starbucks for a cup of coffee would definitely be Charlize Theron because she is my girl crush. I would totally oh my gosh, really. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I would have dated Charlize Theron um, back in the day, but. I am happily married, so. <laughs> that That's all interesting that you said that because my daughter is named after her. Really? Yes, because <gasps> she is absolutely gorgeous. Yes, Both my wife is. and I think that she's an amazing actress. Yes. And she's just, she's just ha- she just has this air about her, right? right. So, yeah, my daughter is named after her. Her that's, name's Charlize. I did not know yeah. that. You know, I didn't yeah. even know the names of your children, which is funny. <laughs> So I got a couple of questions myself, and I'm going to start with this one. Um, This one is by Lisa. All right, so Lisa asked, how to keep up being creative? And I think what she meant was... How do you stay creative? Yeah, and I mean, in this whole industry, this whole social media world, um, we are always trying to be as creative as possible. Mm -hmm. And I think we want to show that. We want to show our clients, our friends, and just always be on that creative high. It's Mm -hmm. a different feeling, right? The truth is, it's not always like that. No. It's not always (laughs) like that. So it's most of the time, at least for me, I feel like crap. It's when inspiration hits me, that's when I feel most creative. I do things that that I like, that inspire Mm me. So I guess we'll move on to my next question. And this is from Lumix BW, and they said, do you have any hidden talents or surprising hobbies? Much- Can I say something first? Yeah, sure. I like your questions better. <laughs> I know. They They're have so nothing, interesting. They have nothing to do with um, <laughs> like photography or anything, but that's why I love them so much. I was like, yeah. oh, this, this is great. Uh, Lumix BW, do you have any hidden talents or surprising hobbies? And as much as I would love to say that I have so many hidden talents, I do not. (laughs) I do not have any hidden talents or interesting hobbies. I'm so boring. So boring. Um, I used to have, I guess, interesting hobbies when I was younger. Um, I used to love to ride horses and I owned a horse of my own and would constantly do a lot of stuff like that. But yeah, after, you know, hitting 30 and... (laughs) having two children you kind of slow down but another I guess interesting hobby that I used to love that I stopped after hitting 30 was skateboarding I was a big I loved um longboarding and riding like electric skateboards um that was a big a big fun hobby that I had but I broke my foot and yeah on um is that the board that you have um on your wall up your wall uh that one your yeah, is that yours? Mm-hmm. I mean, is that the one that you used to use? No, no, no. That is just a piece of artwork from um, Andy Warhol, and it's the Campbell Soup Cans. If you are familiar with his work, it's just a bunch of different soup cans that are different colors. Sometimes they're different colors, and sometimes they're just the Campbell Soup Cans. So, yeah, skateboarding was a hobby. Now that I'm 30, <laughs> I don't have any interesting hobbies, no. That's great. I love that question. And yeah. that's really interesting. I wish I could say that I also skated. No. Most of my childhood, I spent falling down. So oh, I didn't I was even very bother. clumsy. I was very yeah. clumsy. <laughs> okay. So I have a question from Mr. Uniqlo. Mm-hmm. And he asks, what are some recommended desk angles? And he's shooting with a Sony a7 III with a 24 to 70 millimeter G Master lens. 
and that's a very that's a wide angle lens mm -hmm. for a full frame camera. So here's the thing with that I noticed from all my desk shots. The ones that get the most views or reactions are anything that showcases the width of the of the desk itself. Mm -hmm. And especially if you're using a wide angle lens, it can kind of exaggerate that. Like it makes the desk it look, look bigger. Up. Yeah. For mm -hmm. some reason, I think people like the idea of having a huge space. Mm -hmm. It makes you want to sit in it. Or if you're taking a photo of your desk using a wide angle lens, I would go the widest mm -hmm. at 24. 24. My desk yeah. isn't that big. Yeah. It just looks big in pictures. And I yeah. use the, the wide angle for that because it kind of distorts it. You were saying you get the most like views or positive feedback from those. Same mm -hmm. for me. If I showcase the whole desk in like the shelves, and like yeah. really just that whole corner that the desk is in, people seem to really like that one more. So yeah, yeah. I guess just try to get everything in. Yeah, so try to get like everything said, in. Go as mm -hmm. wide as you can on the on your lens. On your lens. And it because of the distortion, it makes mm -hmm. everything look bigger. Um, this question is from Luca. I think it, it's Luca or Lucas. My son is Luca. But mm -hmm. this is, I think, Lucas Luke 52 and he asks me if I am interested in any sports. And that question is not really. <laughs> I'm not really I'm not really interested in sports. My husband is a big sports buff. He watches all of the sports, he keeps up with all of them. So I kind of just, you know, whenever he's watching them, if I can't convince him to change the channel, then I start watching, but no, I'm not really interested in sports. <laughs> it, it's funny is that most crea creatives that I know are not interested in sports. Oh, really? That's funny. Yeah, most of them that I know. Um, you can ask me anything about sports, and I will give you BS answers. Oh yeah, I know nothing. I know nothing, nothing about sports. My entire family is like so sports related. My brother, my youngest brother, he plays all the sports in high school. My cousin, he's like huge into baseball. He wants to be, you know, he wants to go professional. Me, no. Yeah. No yeah. sports for it's me. A, it's just a different world for me. <laughs> yeah, me too. So I have a question from Terrell did that vlog episode on why everyone is doing YouTube. So I, I, I think, I don't think it, it was a question. It was more of a suggestion, but it's a good question. I think, um, I think a lot of people go on YouTube for, for a lot of different reasons. And for me, primarily, I wanted, I guess, extend that reach. Well, mm -hmm. I wanted to, to meet more people and I wanted to expose more of my work. Also, I wanted to try my hand at um, making videos, editing videos. There's so much that I could express uh, on video that I couldn't with photo. Yeah, so it's uh, for me, that would be my reason because I just feel that there's more growth there um, mm -hmm. in terms of the work. Things. Yeah. Yeah. So, but a lot of people are doing it for different reasons, like I said. So some people just, maybe they, they, just want to express themselves in that way. Um, it is a thing. I mean, you could ask the same thing about TikTok. Why is everyone on TikTok? I don't we know. We need to start it, doing TikTok. Right? I don't know if I have the time anymore. I know. I, I'm on so many other platforms. Um, yeah. I do love the memes, though, where all of the Gen Z, I guess, is the generation after millennials. And they're all mad that the millennials are now on TikTok. <laughs> It's like yeah. us getting mad at our parents. Yeah. Stop using Instagram, mom. Quit it. It's like that. My mom, yeah. yeah. My mom is so diverse in Instagram and Facebook. But when she first did it, I was a teenager. Like, I don't know, 17, I guess, when uh -huh. Facebook came out in 2007. And I was like, oh my God, mom, no. <laughs> Get off of Facebook. <laughs> She's it's like, so embarrassing. She's adding me and she's like commenting. But now I, I love know. it. I love that she's on there now. I completely relate to that. I have a bunch of friend requests from my aunties and my, my uncles. I'm like, no, 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 no. Ignore, ignore, ignore. But now I'm like, yeah, let's go. You know, yeah. it's, you don't care anymore. It's The older you get, you're like, oh, you just it's care cool. Less. Because you're like in the same boat as your parents. Like I know me, I'm a parent now. Like I'm in the same boat as her. So, yeah. you know, yeah. I want to be that cool mom, you know, even though I'm not cool I know. at and all. And kids are like cringing. They're like, oh, God. Hey, Dan, don't do that. My son, yeah. You should have seen. He had a dance party. Um today in zoom with his little kindergarten class and they were playing like really cool music that i loved growing up like michael jackson and like some other things and i was like dancing and he's like mom they i think they can see you get back <laughs> i think i think this needs to be a definitely needs to be a video cast chelsea because people would like to see you dance oh god no like, no 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 right i'm glad they can't see this 
<laughs> okay, so Killer Kodak asked, what is the best camera lens for product photography? I would definitely say any prime lens because you can get the best compression like that bokeh blurry background with a, a prime lens. So anything from a 1.2, 1.4, whatever really your budget details or will include, yeah. I would definitely say prime lens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, the folk, folk length almost doesn't matter because yeah. it well, that would vary on, I mean, if you're taking a picture of a desk and you're using a 200 millimeter lens, yeah. you're probably not going to get the I desk. Guess, I guess I was kind of <laughs> thinking more like of just small products. Little products, yeah. Yeah, like oh, if no, no, you yeah. want that good, like creamy background. I mean, yeah. if you're doing like a larger product, then yeah, I would say go a little bit wider. And then in that case, you might want like a 16 to 35 or 24 to 7, mm-hmm. 24 to 70. But but I agree with you. It it almost doesn't matter. It just, just get a prime lens yeah. because you will find an angle unless space is very limited mm-hmm. you can get away with almost any prime lens yeah i started for, for i started with a 50 millimeter and i used that thing until you know probably for like a good year or two years because i just simply couldn't afford anything else you can't fault a nifty 50 all right people love it for a reason no they're, you can't fault they're it. so yeah. nifty <laughs> that's always my first recommendation when someone asks for a prime lens mm-hmm. go with the 50 because it's right in the middle yeah like you don't if versatile. you're not sure if yeah if you don't if you're not sure if you want to go wide or mm-hmm. or medium or you know close yeah uh, 50 is a good start yeah so, and that's a great question the canon i know the 1.8 i think is not as expensive as some of the other like the 1.2 or the 1.4 so mm-hmm. i mean i think it's only like 200 bucks don't quote me there but i mean if you got to start somewhere you know so. yeah yeah prime lenses are the way to go for sure yeah for sure Finally, I have a question that's different. <laughs> <laughs> no, this one's from Max. Um, he asked what our favorite shows are. Both of us. Um, or just I would say you. both of us because it wasn't really what is your favorite show. It just okay. says favorite shows. So okay. I would like to know what your favorite show is as well. My favorite show mm-hmm. is... Currently. I mean, it can be current or it can be your old favorite show or whatever. Yeah. What are you watching right now? Well, since all of the fall shows have currently ended, um, we aren't really watching anything. But my all-time favorite show is, this sounds so like, oh, of course it is. But it's Grey's Anatomy. (laughs) Okay, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I understand Um, that. That's a good show. Yeah, it's a good show. My husband hates it. Um, (laughs) Another show that we're really kind of stuck on, and my husband would never admit this to anyone but me. Um, is 90 Day Fiance on TLC. I don't know if I've you've seen that. that. It's a complete Mm-mm. train wreck. It is a complete okay. train wreck, just like Tiger <laughs> King. <laughs> I, have, a... I still have yet to watch Tiger King. My brother was telling me oh, last, no. over the weekend. It is a wild ride all the way through, but it's like... That's what this, he said. It's like, this garbage tastes terrible, but you got to watch it. <laughs> you got to eat it. Yeah. So I guess Grey's Anatomy and 90 Day Fiance are like... Okay. My two favorites um, right now. I'm currently watching uh, Silicon Valley on HBO. Oh, yeah, about Facebook. Is it? About Not Facebook? necessarily Facebook. It's about it's about geeks. Uh, um, I thought that trying was trying the... to start up. Oh no, no, no! I think you're thinking of. You might be thinking of a. I think that was a movie, but Silicon Valley is actually a comedy show. Oh, really? And it's about. It's really, really funny. It's about these three, fr- no, not three. I think they started at three. Can't even remember. But <clears throat> they're a bunch of friends uh, up in Silicon Valley trying mm-hmm. to start up this company. And they're just complete, they're really good at what they do. But everything else. Socially they, awkward. <laughs> they're socially awkward. They don't know how to make business deals. So yeah. it's like, imagine us, for example, and we are in there front of. There we are. <laughs> Yeah, in front of I don't know NBC. Oh, so how are you guys going to pitch the show? Um, <laughs> we don't know what to do. I'd be like punching you. Yeah, Michael. So tell him, tell him, Michael, right. how we're going to pitch right. this. <laughs> so yeah, you know her daughter pooped the other day. <laughs> her daughter say. pooped in the floor the other day. <laughs> so I'm watching that. That's one of my. It, I, I actually have yet to finish it, but I watch it uh, almost every day. I, I think I'm on season three now. There's oh, six okay. seasons. 
That and I just recently discovered this is an old show back in the mid 2000s. Um, 30 Rock. Oh my goodness. I used to love that show. I love that show. I'm on season three, I think. Or no, no, season two. But the writing is it's witty. It's funny. It is. The, yeah, the characters really are just funny. quirky and it's it is interesting because I guess for something that old, I still find it really funny. I think yeah. it's so relevant. The yeah. jokes are relevant. So I so that type of show for us is the office. And I can't believe no, I didn't say yeah. The Office because The Office is my favorite show. And we watch it but every day. But I think day. that's a given, though. I think everyone loves The Office. Everyone so I think that's the a office. given. Yeah. I've got little the little bobblehead, or not bobbleheads, but whatever oh, behind me there. Yeah. <laughs> I guess this will be my last one. Mm -hmm. And it's from Roxanne Dogs, Roxanne Dot Dogs. And it says, Do you own a pet? And oh. I, I do own a pet. And her name is Stella, and she's a standard poodle. And she is a hot mess. <laughs> How old is she? She is five months. She's still very much a puppy. Oh, my kids I got love her. Poodles. Yeah, my kids They're got very her smart. Christmas. They are so smart. Yes, yeah, she. Yeah. She's too smart for her own good, though. Um, we had a poodle when I was a kid. Oh yeah. Yeah, she lived to be up to fourteen people years. Oh wow. How old is that? Yeah. Seven, she got really old. Um, Eighty. So I don't know. Times seven, right? Yeah. Something like that. We're creatives. We don't know math. I don't know math. <laughs> no, you need my husband for that, not me. Sports and math. <laughs> the nemesis. The nemesis of the creators. <laughs> That's what I tell my husband all the time. I'm like, I can create. I cannot give you your scientific question you're asking me right now. <laughs> Google that. And she's just like, I'm just asking how much 25 plus 35 is. That's yeah, a scientific like, question. I'm like, I don't know 25. <laughs> <laughs> counting but, on my fingers but i don't have enough fingers um okay so this is probably also my last question i'm not even going to try to attempt to read this name it's i m a n i p m underscore g t you michael's know you butchering you, your name i know it's fine well, it's gotta be a, it's gotta be for i don't know what it means but i couldn't even so say your last name correctly when we first started soledad <laughs> yeah. so don't ask me to say here in San Diego, there's a mountain here that's that is exactly the same as oh, my last okay. name, so people are not confused. Oh, okay. So I just, it's usually just say I usually just say oh, just like the mountain. Yeah. And like oh, Soledad. Soledad. So it's like Soul E Dad. Soledad. Soledad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we are on our tangents today. I know exactly. Okay. So how did you get your start in graphic design slash photography? And how did you build on IG? This is an interesting question because I know I can create an entire topic over this, mm -hmm. uh, out of this. But to try to keep it as short as possible, <laughs> my photography, <laughs> graphic design, I started off as a, it's, it's a learned or self-taught skill that I've acquired over the years. Because when I first moved to California, I had no job. I had no uh, formal education in graphic design. Oh, and I just knew how to. No? I went to college, but for advertising. Oh, so and this not was a long time ago. Okay. Not for graphic design. So when I moved here, I couldn't find a job at all. And the only skill that I knew, other than pushing carts at Target, was <laughs> yeah. Seriously, I worked at Target for a little bit. I love Target. Um, I know. Me too. I love <laughs> Target. Kind of playing around with Photoshop, mm -hmm. and so that's how I started. I started making little flyers little um business cards for my boss mm -hmm. who owned a cell phone shop and i was getting paid close to nothing but it was practice for me so mm -hmm. i just started doing that and then i started getting jobs uh, as a production artist so mm -hmm. i worked for the yellow book for a little bit oh, designing cool. ads yeah but they're very simple it's almost like templates it, they'll oh, have yeah. yeah they'll have us choose from an art folder Mm -hmm. You're basically using the same art over and over again. Yeah. But it taught me about layout and really simple stuff like that. And then I started learning more about InDesign. And that's really how it started. And so when I started this this Instagram account, I wanted it to be a, a portfolio piece for my mm -hmm. graphic design. But I didn't have really, I didn't really have a strong portfolio. Uh, I had a lot of work, just not really strong portfolio because most of them are production work. Mm -hmm. And when I say production work, most of the stuff are, you know, what, 
what a promo would look like for a casino, for example, every week. So it's it's rehashed stuff, nothing that's yeah. really inspiring. But it was a skill that people were paying for. Mm -hmm. And so I started doing that. And when I realized that it wasn't really, there, it wasn't going anywhere mm -hmm. with my Instagram, I started to shift more towards photography. Photography is has always been a, ho a hobby of mine, never mm -hmm. really felt like I needed to share it. It's I shared it with family and friends, but not but not online. And so yeah. when I started doing that, I was really afraid in the beginning, which ties us back to this whole topic. But <laughs> as soon as I kept doing that, it just felt better. Mm -hmm. And it felt like, um, like I was free. Mm -hmm. So I started sharing more and it just resonated with people. And so that's how I built with IG. I started to share more of the things that I like. Mm -hmm. And I feel that if you talk about something that you like, we have, you'll have a lot more to say and a lot more substance and not just you know, you're not just talking out of your butt. Mm -hmm. So I think if you want to start your your Instagram page, yeah, definitely start with something that you like, not with something that you think is trending, not with something that you think other people would like. Obviously, mm -hmm. you take that into account, but in the beginning, it has to be the core should be you because mm -hmm. um, eventually people will relate to you. You would want people to relate to you over your work mm -hmm. because that's you don't want to be identified just by your work i guess yeah. maybe that's just me but yeah i didn't want it like that i think we covered a lot today chelsea i think so probably much more than we were expecting thanks again chelsea i had fun this episode um looking forward to next week yes yeah, same here i had a blast and thank you guys for listening and we will see you next week yeah next week all right bye bye